I want to share with you a scenario that gave me an aha moment last week. An interesting twist to a common issue. Last week, a team lead called and asked me a question based on the following facts. Buyer signed a full waiver on the appraisal addendum. The appraisal came in lower than even expected. Buyer sent a notice of termination with a copy of a letter from the lender stating the reason for loan denial as insufficient funds. The team lead asked, didn't the buyer waive that contingency when they signed the full waiver? After more discussion, I learned that buyer sent notice of termination under buyer approval, which we often refer to as credit approval, and sent the notice within the agreed upon 20-day time period for buyer approval. Although the reason buyer did not have sufficient funds was because the appraisal came in low, yet buyer signed a full waiver, under buyer approval, buyer has the right to terminate if the lenders determine buyer does not have the assets, income, or credit history necessary to support that loan. If buyer does not have sufficient assets or funds, buyer will be denied buyer approval. Not sure if this buyer planned it this way, but the buyer ended up being protected from defaulting under the contract because he had done the appraisal during buyer approval period. And in this case, the full waiver never came into play. Buyer was entitled to terminate the contract under buyer approval and get his earnest money refunded. In my opinion, two things happened in this situation. No one verified that buyer had additional funds to even be able to perform under the full waiver. Or if they did verify funds, they didn't verify enough. The appraisal came in lower than expected. In either case, I'm not sure this was a good outcome for any of the parties. As you are aware, I do not advise the use of the full waiver provision. It may look good to a seller, but as in this scenario, if the buyer in the end cannot perform, what good is it? I am repeatedly told that buyers cannot get their contracts accepted if their buyers do not sign the full waiver. I then ask the buyer's agent if they verify the buyer has the additional funds before the buyer signs. You would never want your buyer to sign a contract under which they cannot perform. Under the full waiver, the only way to verify funds is to be very confident that the property will appraise for at least a certain amount. That is not necessarily a comfortable position to be in if you represent the buyer. In this particular scenario, the appraisal came in less than expected and buyer did not have sufficient funds. This situation taught me how a buyer can protect himself from defaulting under a contract requiring the full waiver. Just order the appraisal during buyer approval period. The period is usually long enough to obtain appraisal and then if buyer really does not have the funds to perform, he can terminate. Again, in my opinion, if the buyer does not have the funds to perform under an executed contract, then that contract should never have been entered into in the first place. And whose fault is that? It is in the best interest of both buyer and seller to write contracts that are performable. As I heard the old saying on the news today, trust but verify. Keep the good questions coming. I love learning. If these podcasts are of value to you, please support me by allowing Allegiance Title to close with you. Thank you.